We are not used to darkness anymore. There is always a light, a fire burning somewhere. So when the lights do go out, we find ourselves lost. It's not that we can't see in the dark. It's that we see things that we normally can't. And so we need light, even at night. Noah, are you sure it isn't another terrorist attack? It's just a blackout. It's not a terrorist attack. It's hot. Everyone was using their air conditioner. They'll probably have it fixed in a few hours. Mm, I really hoped you'd be home before he got here. <laughs> he is not going to come. Trust me, if you saw this guy, you'd know he would not walk up 14 flights of stairs just to have dinner at our place. <sighs> I guess you're right. What a pity this happened today and no way to save the food. Oh, by the time I climb those stairs, I will be ravenous. Don't you worry about the food. Oh, the baby's been very active today. She's kicking up a storm. Ah, we don't know it's a girl yet. I don't want you getting your hopes up. A mother knows these things. Oh, and please pick up some D batteries and a new flashlight. I doubt if ours even works. Oh, and some candles. I will. We better ring off. I don't have much charge left. Still, if he should arrive. Sylvia, Mr. Swanson is not going to come during a blackout. And you tried calling him just to make sure? Yes. I left a voicemail. I can assure you he went home to check on his wife. She's due in two weeks. Uh, you're right. You're right. I'm going to go down the hall and check on Mrs. Purefoy. Ah, you're too kind to that old bat. Be nice. It's her recipe for the beef bourguignon. Oh, then I'm glad Mr. Swanson won't be joining us. <laughs> I like having her down the hall. She's very comforting. You always had a soft spot for the cracked pots. Ah, good thing for you. Otherwise, you'd still be single. I love you, dear. Love you, too. Westchester, Toledo. Mrs. Purifoy, are you there? Mrs. Purifoy, it's Sylvia. Are you okay? Reporting outages. It is estimated that up to 45 million people in the United States and 10 million people in Canada are without power. Again, outages are being reported. Lights out as far as Cleveland and Toronto. At least according to my battery-operated radio, always be prepared. Of course. Did they say anything about terrorists? No, but they are being cagey on the details. Any mention of when the power should come back on? Nope. Do you need anything? Oh, no, I'm prepared. Well, you are more than welcome to come and stay in our apartment. You're sweet. I'm fine. How's the youngin doing? Fine. Kicking up a storm. <laughs> Just can't wait to get out of there. I bet I was that way, too. I'm going to check on the Williamses. They're gone. In the Hamptons. It's just us up here. 
What about Lucy? She went to visit her daughter in Miami. So it is just us. We'll be fine. This is nothing. I remember the blackout of 77. Now that was a blackout. Looting and arson. What a mess. My friend's brownstone was burned to the ground. Blocks and blocks of Brooklyn on fire. Stores smashed up and emptied. Riots. Oh. Oh. I I didn't mean to scare you. Don't worry. We'll be fine. It's a different time. I suppose. No one will bother us up here. Well, please feel free to come over if you need anything. I will. Thanks. And if you get any cravings for hamburgers, I've got a ton of meat in here that's not going to make it through the night. (laughs) Will do. Oh, oh, you frightened me. I am sorry, my dear. I, I, we didn't expect you. We, we thought you weren't going to come on account of the blackout. I am not the kind of man who would cancel. Oh, well, that's good news. I knocked several times and when no one answered, I tried the door and it was unlocked. I'm very sorry. Oh, please don't be. I I was just down the hall. From the delicious smell? I knew you could not be far. I have been cooking all day. I'm glad you came. I I thought the food would go to waste. Oh, please forgive my manners. I'm Sylvia. Yes, I know. Oh, please, come sit in the living room. Can I get you a drink? Yes, I would love some wine. Please, sit down. Red or white? Red, of course. You have a lovely apartment. Thank you. Would you like some water, too? Fourteen flights, and you didn't even break a sweat. I took it slow. Just the wine. Will a Cote d'Arone do? Certainly. Aren't you going to have some? I am expecting. But you brought two glasses. (laughs) Force of habit, I guess. It is bad form not to at least have a drop with your guest. I simply cannot drink alone. A few sips won't hurt anything. Everyone is so paranoid nowadays. It used to be pregnant women would have a glass of wine to relax. But now with all the pressure, no wine, no locks, no sushi, no processed meats, my mother practically ate nothing else. (laughs) I can assure you, one glass of wine never caused fetal alcohol syndrome. Really, I insist. I suppose just a drop. That a girl. Shall we toast to life? To life. Or perhaps we should say, to light. (laughs) Yes, to light. How do you feel about relocating to New York City, Mr. Swanson? It's a beautiful town, full of beautiful people. And please, call me Daryl. Okay, Daryl. Do you like living here? I love it. It's a great walking town. But not so good for long walks in the woods. No, but if you ask me, the city is much better than the country. It's much more comforting. You don't like the country. No. I mean, it's pretty and all, but I can never sleep in the country. All this talk about peace and quiet, all I can hear is loud humming in my ears. 
and I can feel my heart pulsing in my temples. In the country, you can't drown out the sounds of your own body. I have to go to to sleep with an iPod or I would never fall asleep. Have you spent much time in the country? Noah likes to spend vacations in quiet, stress-free places. And you don't like to? No, I hate those places. Usually people say how clean the air is in the country and how peaceful it is. Not to me. I've spent some time. Go on. Uh, Noah doesn't like me to talk about it. I hope you won't mind me telling you, but Noah confided in me. He did? I had a difficult situation with my sister and Noah was trying to help me out. I hope he did not recommend Restview. No, he did not. There is no peaceful silence in the country and especially not there. It's the city's noises that mask the sounds and keeps your mind from going to dark places. Does your mind often go to dark places? Not that often. Once in a while, when my thoughts start to get louder. What do your thoughts say? So, Mr. Swanson, you're from Dubuque? Duluth. Oh, yes, Duluth. What is Duluth like? Nothing much to talk about. It gets pretty cold there, doesn't it? Yes, I suppose it does. Certainly colder than here. And your wife has handled the change? It must have been difficult for her. Difficult? Yes, having to move when she's so far along. Oh, yes, it was hard on her, but she's a trooper. You're not quite that far along. Not yet. You have more time, more growing to do. Shall I tell you a secret? Okay. You have a girl in there. Yes, that's what I think, too. Noah doesn't think I can know, but I do. How do you know? It's a knack. Can you teach me? It really isn't something that can be taught. It's a gift. You're born with it. My grandmother had it, and so do I. So, tell me, what is your husband like at home? I should think he's pretty much the same as he is at work. Serious and efficient, but also considerate and comforting. A man of honor. You could say that. And what are you like at home? Excuse me? Are you the same inside and outside the home? Yes, I suppose so. Mm. Can I get you some more wine or would you like cheese uh, while you're waiting for Noah? I would like to have a wife like you. Don't you like your wife? She's all right, but now you, you got the right feel for a wife. That must be Noah. Excuse me. Ah, a toast to the father. You're home. Of course I'm home. Exhausted, but home. Thank goodness. He's here. Uh, Who's here? Mr. Swanson. (laughs) Incredible. I underestimated him. How do I look? I must look a fright after that climb. You're fine. Just get in there. I was all over the place. You devil, you walked up 14 flights of stairs, just... Sylvia? Sylvia? What is it? Where is he? I guess he must be in the bathroom. (sighs) 
you know, Swanson's the kind of guy that makes things happen. Nothing gets in his way. That's the difference between us. I never would have come. He doesn't seem worried about his wife. You don't get to be as successful as he is worrying about your wife. <laughs> Change these clothes, sweating like a pig. Tell him I'll be out in a minute. He's not in the bathroom. What? The bathroom door was open, no one inside. Mr. Swanson? He's not in the bedroom or the office. He couldn't have walked past me to the door. This is a weird joke, Sylvia. This is not a joke. Then where is he? He was just here. Mr. Swanson? Mr. Swanson! (laughs) Sylvia. No! No, he was here. Sylvia. Noah, he was here. He he told me all about Dubuque, Duluth. He must be hiding. Mr. Swanson! Why would Mr. Swanson hide? I don't know. Sylvia, should I be worried? Do I need to call Dr. Blake? No, I don't understand. He has to be here. Uh, let's leave it go. Remember your condition. Look, there are glasses. Two glasses of wine. You drank wine? No. Well, only a sip. He said it was bad form to not have a drink with a guest and that pregnant women used to always have a glass of wine. I doubt Mr. Swanson would ever encourage such a thing. I am surprised at you taking a chance with our child. I would never. I hope. I do not have to question your ability as a mother. You have to think of your child first. You can't just do what you want anymore. I don't. I was trying to please you, to please your new client. By getting drunk? I didn't get drunk. I only had a few sips. Only so many sips that you had a hallucination. I am not drunk. I really hope this has no ill effect. I think I should call Dr. Blake. I am smarter than you, Sylvia. I know you're pretending that you don't think they're real. You can't just pretend or even believe they are not real. You have to know they are not real. Dr. Blake, why? Can't I just say they're not real and ignore them? Because it's too close to the edge. It's too easy for you to drop your guard and you're back to where you started. You have to know they are not real. But they don't bother anyone. They're just there. Like bushes in the yard or paintings on your wall. And how do you know it will remain that way? How do you know that there will not be a turning point where these hallucinations will start to interact with you or ask you to do things? I've seen it happen, Sylvia. You've seen it happen. What can I do? You must know they are not real. But will knowing they're not real make them go away? Let's start with knowing they're not real. Things will fall into place after that. You'll see. I can help you, Sylvia, if you let me. You're too attractive to have thoughts like these. It's not necessary. I'm sure you can imagine that I don't often have patients that look like you. 
Your skin is so soft. Don't. Looking at you, no one would ever think you are crazy. Time for a shot. No. Think of it as a kiss with a little sting. Sylvia, I really think I should call Dr. Blake. Let him know what's going on. No, Noah, please don't. I will never do it again. I promise, please, please. All right, all right. I'll chalk this up to the blackout, the pregnancy, and you being overheated. Hopefully your drink will not damage our developing child. I'm holding you responsible if anything is wrong. (sighs) I'm exhausted. I'm going to lie down. Wake me in half an hour, and then let's feast. Mrs. Purefoy? Mrs. Purefoy? Everything okay? Yes. Mrs. Purefoy, did you see or hear a man up here? A man up here? What do you mean? Did you hear anything? Anything unusual? Hmm. Well, I think I heard someone panting, but I assumed it was Noah coming up. Anything else? I think you may have been dragging something. Dragging something? Yes, after the panting. I heard some sort of dragging. I thought Noah was bringing something home. Noah didn't bring anything home. Did something happen? No, no. Any news on the radio? Nothing new. Do you want to come in for a cold drink? Last chance before all the ice melts. No, thank you. I have to go. Rest up, Sylvia. Don't overexert yourself in this heat. Remember your condition. Oh, I am stuffed. Delicious. Swanson missed a great meal. Even the beef bourguignon. Did you hear me? Yes. I'm glad you liked it. Can a man not have one moment of peace? Mrs. Purefoy, so good to see you. I was just talking about you. You don't have to pretend with me. I don't like you either. Is Sylvia here? She's in the loo. Well, just let her know that they're saying the power should be restored by 8 a.m. Will do. Where's Mrs. Purefoy? Gone. Didn't you invite her in? We have all this food. She was too busy. (sighs) What did she want? To let you know the power should be back on by 8 a.m. That was nice of her. Yes, she is so helpful. Hasn't she used up enough of the air on this earth? Can't she give up the ghost already? I don't understand. What's your problem with her? She's too nosy. She's very kind to me. I should go over and ask her for some batteries. She's always prepared. Oh, no. I don't want to take anything from that woman. I don't want her thinking I'm not prepared. But you're not. I told you. Dwayne Reed was completely sold out of batteries and mobbed with people stocking up on everything from from cat food to Preparation H. 
And I didn't feel like walking over to Walgreens where I'm sure the story was the same. Well, now we have nothing and soon it'll be pitch black. So what? We will sleep through most of it. It'll be fine. What was that? Uh, probably Mrs. Purefoy. (laughs) I'm serious. It must have been one of the Williams' cats. It didn't sound like a cat. (gasps) Sylvia, please control yourself. I'm sorry. I'm just on edge. I'm sorry to bother you again. You are never a bother. Please come in and have something to eat. We have so much food. No, thank you. I have an extra battery-operated radio, and I thought you might like it. I find it very comforting, and I thought it might help you sleep. Thank you so much, Mrs. Purefoy. You are too kind. Good night. Sleep well. Sleep well, Mrs. Purefoy. That's the end of the charge on my phone. Yeah, mine's gone too. Are you still looking for him? No. Then what are you doing in that closet? I was looking for something. Really? What? I don't know. Just checking. Come to bed. Are you really going to bed so early? My phone's dead. What am I supposed to do in the dark? Wait. I just thought of some fun things to do in the dark. Now. If you would just get in the bed with me. It's a good thing I still have my grandfather's wind-up clock. He always said the best preparation was to be prepared. Hmm, yes, and your grandmother said a stitch in time saves nine. What poetry? At least they gave better advice than your grandparents. Oh, well, what? You don't think shoot first, ask questions later was good advice? (laughs) The sun has set. It is always nice to see the world sticking to the rules. (sighs) It's going to be so dark. Come to bed. We've got each other. It'll be fun. No phone, no TV. It's like the Amish. Ah, that's better. He started to say some weird things. Who? Mr. Sw- whoever. Like what? Like that I had the right feel for a wife. Who can argue with that? Noah, why did you tell him about Restview? I didn't tell him about Restview. He said you told him all about it. Can we please stop talking about a hallucination? It wasn't a hallucination. I'm not going to talk about this any further. Maybe it was too soon. Too soon for what? To get pregnant. We couldn't wait much longer. You've always said you wanted children. 
Dr. Sims thought I should have waited. What does Dr. Sims know? He's just out of school. Dr. Blake is considered the best in the field. I hate Dr. Blake. It's so dark. Noah, I can barely see in front of me. Look out the window. If you look out there and wait a few moments, your eyes will adjust and you'll be able to make out the buildings. See? All those shapes are so familiar. Look, you can tell that's the Chrysler building there, and to the right of it is that big, ugly building we joke about. Just keep your eyes focused out there. Noah, put your arms around me. Protect me. You're safe as safe can be. I've been busy. You really shouldn't neglect your friends. I didn't mean to. You never mean to. Where's my baby? Your baby cannot come here with you. But she's inside me. She has to be with me. No, we're inside you. No, we're inside you. Wait, there's your baby. Where? Inside that snake's belly. How do I get her out? Mommy, help me. You will have to cut her out. Here, use this knife. It's full of worms. She's not in there. You're too late. Much too late. No, no, I can't be. You had better say a prayer. I want my baby. You choose the one who has made all that is. To you I give thanks. Thank you for taking this baby and saving it from a life with its crazy mother. So much was your mercy that the baby did not have a moment to breathe the air. We thank you, and we hope you leave her womb bare and in pain forever and ever and ever. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's all right. Calm down. Look out the window at the buildings. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? He moved away. He's on the side of the building. Who? Mr. Swanson. Oh, he was right there outside the window looking in. We're on the 14th floor. Nobody can be outside looking in. Noah, he was there. He was looking in on us. He was crouching like a frog or lizard and his hands or his claws were grasping the building. Sylvia, this is ridiculous. 
Noah, he is there. He's outside waiting to get in. We have to get out of here. He wants the baby. Sylvia, be reasonable. Think about what you are saying. How is this different from the elves? This is different. The elves were imaginary, or at least that's what Dr. Sim said, but this, this is real. And the snakes and the bugs? No, no, no. You were dreaming. It was just a dream. But it wasn't a dream. He was right there. Think about it. <laughs> Sylvia, what is more likely, that you were dreaming or that a man is able to stand on the side of a building 14 floors above the ground? Just take some deep breaths. The feeling will pass. <sighs> There, see? It was all a dream. You were here in bed with your husband and baby. Uh, uh, the kitchen window, where's the flashlight? It's dead! Damn it, where's the baseball bat? By the nightstand. Ah, I can't reach it. I got it! I'm going with you. <sighs> Be careful, there's glass all over the floor, the window completely shattered. He's in, he got in. Stop it. You're making me crazy. It was probably some demented bird confused by the lights being out and he flew into the building. Then where's the bird? Shh, what was that? Where did it come from? Uh, I can't see a damn thing. The living room. I can't see anything. There's something in that corner. What is it? I can't make it out. Uh, it's some kind of animal. It's huge. Let's go. Let's leave. Uh, where are we gonna go? To Mrs. Purefoy's. Ah, no way. All right then, to the staircase. We'll get out of here. I think it's eating something. What could it be eating? Maybe something it brought in with it. I'm going to kill it. No, Noah, it's too big. You can't. Let's go, please. Right there. Noah, stop. It sees us. I can see its eyes. <laughs> Oh, I almost fell out, uh, but I pushed him out. <laughs> what the hell was that thing? It was him. That thing was not Mr. Swanson. Whatever it is, it's dead now. It fell 14 flights. But Noah, he didn't fall. He flew. Noah! Oh. 
on to me. I'm slipping. I'm gonna fall. I've got you. Pull your leg up on the windowsill. I can't. Hurry, Noah. I can't. Try harder. I can't hold you. No, oh, no, 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 I'm slipping. I'm slipping. Don't let go. Oh, God. excited. I won't hurt you. I am here for you. I came for you. All of this is for you. Mrs. Purefoy! Mrs. Purefoy cannot help you. You should feel privileged. It's an honor. You were selected. Your child is wanted. It won't hurt. It will be just like a pinbrick. A kiss with a little sting. Mrs. Purefoy, please! What's going on? I don't know. He killed Noah. He wants the baby. Where are you going? Help me. Hold the door. I'm not sure. Get a flashlight. Please, hurry. What is it? I can't say. It wanted the baby. Sylvia, think for a second. Was there only one? We have three hours before the sun rises. The baby is fluttering inside. I won't tell Mrs. Purefoy about the elves around us. They don't bother anybody. You have been listening to The Blackout, written by Karen Fazio-Littlefield and produced by Brianne Cross. Sylvia was played by Candace Reed, Noah Brian Enk, Mr. Swanson Rourke Littlefield, Mrs. Purefoy Glenda Littlefield, Dr. Blake Elijah Klein, with additional voices by Christiane Koop and Rachel Austin Bernstein. For more information about the play, please go to fastfictionpodcast.com or behindthescript.com. Thank you. <laughs>